Hello and welcome to the Bully Beater Podcast, an ongoing discussion on raising awareness of bullying and empowering victims. Coming to you from Brisbane, Australia, I'm your host, Jay Pickering. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode four of the Bully Beater Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Pickering, alongside my co-host slash producer, the man I like to affectionately call the genius, Mr. Greg Irvin. Greg, how are we? We're good, Jay. (laughs) How's your Easter been? Man, my Easter was absolutely sensational. Well, I worked on Good Friday. Being a youth worker, that's what we do. We're around the clock. On the Saturday night, I went bowling with some people from the gym. That was a pretty good night. Ten-pin bowling? Ten-pin bowling. Man, I suck. I literally, <laughs> literally suck at ten-pin bowling, everyone. Was there one person there who was fiercely super competitive and, and just smoked everyone else? There was a couple people, actually. They left us all for dead. On Easter Sunday, went out and caught up with my brother and his beautiful wife and my three adoring nieces who I get to see every so often and every time I do it's it's always a blast they're growing up quick man they're growing up really quick how's your Easter oh I had a had a bit of a quiet morning did a bit of an Easter egg hunt the dog wasn't allowed to be involved of course (laughs) if you're out there don't feed your dog's chocolate It it ends badly yeah and then we decided to take a trip into the museum walk through and had a look at some of the modern art and and some of the other exhibits that were on. It's just a nice, relaxed afternoon out. Yeah, nice, nice. Jay, I think it's story time. Tell me a story. I've got another Donald story for you. So this is my schoolyard Donald, right? Year eight starts. We come from two different primary schools, and we started off being pretty good mates. We had, you know, we're both into sport, well, very, very into sport. And we started year eight being in the same form class. He'd come to my place on weekends and stay over and come to basketball with me because we played in the same basketball team and stuff. So where were you living at this stage? Because I know you moved around a lot when you were younger. I was actually living here in Brizzy. Um, did year eight and some of year nine in Brisbane and a little bit of seven. So anyway, obviously going into high school, it's very, very tough. When you finish year grade seven, you're basically like a big fish in a small pond, right? But then when you start year eight, you go from being that big fish in a small pond to a small fish in a big pond. Anyway, so this Donald, as the school terms went on and the school year went on, my dyslexia started coming out a bit. My self-esteem and confidence started dropping a lot of kids find when they're getting into high school and getting into the higher workloads that that if they were able to mask or hide their problems and fly under the radar, it becomes harder and harder to do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. man, it is tough. It is very, very tough. And with social media out there now, it's just becoming brutally savage, like what kids are doing to other kids. So anyway... This Donald, he'd, you know, start to niggle at me and he'd say real derogatory things about 
my dyslexia and learning difficulties and stuff like that. And then occasionally would give me a slight push or trip here or stuff like that. Can you tell me, Jay, was he just doing this to you one-on-one or was he always, or was he doing it in front of other people? He was actually bigger than most people. So he was a bully. He was a natural dominant personality bully. Like he'd, he'd use his size and physical strength to intimidate people. So that's what started happening with me and him. So he started calling me names and stuff and then it started escalating and then I moved to WA. So when all of this was happening, did your parents ever get involved in either talking to the school about this or you said at one stage the two of you were friends and would hang out at each other's houses. Did your parents ever speak to his parents about this? No, because they knew nothing about it. Ah, oh, so you kept it to yourself. I, I did keep this. Can you tell me why you did that? It was having the confidence to tell someone that you're going to school and being made to feel like crap by someone else. It's it's like in when you're in the workplace when you're going to a particular environment on a daily basis and people are making you feel like crap. It's actually it's very hard to address that. So I think my older brother might have known. My older brother, he he used to get bullied quite a bit in high school too. He was a bigger guy. He had weight issues and he had really bad acne. My older brother, he actually stood up for me. On with, a, with with this Donald? No, with a couple other incidences that happened. Sometimes it would lead him to being bullied by other people too. With me and Troy, there's only a year and six days between us. So he was a year above me in high school, well, in school before I repeated year 10. So you finished up in Brisbane, your family moved to WA. Yeah. Was that the last you saw or heard of this particular Donald? Yeah, it was. It was the last i seen of him. It wasn't the last I heard of him. What year was Facebook come out? 2007? Facebook was officially launched in 2004, but I think it took a little while for it to spread out to other countries. Okay. Originally, it was just a, a network for people in and around uh, a number of the universities over in America. So with this particular Donald, I was going through this bullying phase around in 93, 94. So I was 13, 14 years of age then. And um, I moved to WA. It was probably 2017 he sent me a friend request. And, you know, we will catch it up. So when he sent that through, you accepted it, and did you start talking to him online, or? Yeah, yeah, we chatted a couple times. And and how was he during those times? Funny thing is, I look back at when we we're chatting online to what he was like as a kid, and he was basically still the same dominant person who was always one of the boys, right? So when you say chatting online. You weren't actually talking, you were just typing, sending messages? Yeah, yeah, we're just sending message, Facebook Messenger. Yeah, okay. So occasionally we, we spoke probably for about 20 minutes and then just saying, catching up, basically. He was telling me what's going on in his life, I was telling him what's going on in my life. And then I put this post up a couple months later and then he commented on the post 
and he said, after all these years, it's good to see that you're still a good speller. And then a couple of the guys that we went to school with, their reactions to his comment were the laughing emoji. And then I said to Donald, yeah, you're right, man. There were a couple of spelling mistakes in there. Thanks heaps for that. I really do appreciate that. And then I gave him the thumbs up and smiley face. And then he unfriended me on Facebook and blocked me. That's strange. I'll tell you what it was, Greg. It was the fact that he thought 25 years or so later, roughly, that I was going to be the same scared 13, 14-year-old boy I was then. You're going to meet people like that through your life. You're going to meet people that will try to always dominate you. They have to, you know, as like the Donald in the workplaces. Because here's the thing with this particular Donald. He was bigger and stronger than most of us. And he also had a louder voice. So he used to intimidate people. And he thought that he could get the same reaction out of me that he could... 23 years earlier I know that I'm not the world's best speller I know that I'm not the world's best when it comes to comprehension and doing Facebook posts and all that kind of stuff and writing letters or sending emails or anything like that I know that I'm going to have more errors than most people out there that's a weakness I have But that doesn't affect me. It may affect other people and other people may think that that's important, but that's their belief system, you know. People may target me, say, Jay's a spastic, Jay's a retard, Jay can't read or write. I don't care what other people think about my ability to read and write. So, Jay, with this high school Donald of yours, have you ever thought about what changed in his life when he he stopped being a friend and started being a bully. Maybe it was a a habit he picked up or he was modelling some bad behaviour from someone else in his life. Looking back at it now, I think it was a behaviour he picked up and modelled. The reason I say that is because behaviours are done at a subconscious level, right? And you look at it from the time that happened in year eight, to the Facebook post, what stood out for me, it was still the same person. Now, I can be around my dad at times and there's certain behaviours that he does that I notice, but then later on, I'll do those same behaviours. In my belief, it's definitely, it was definitely a modelling thing, but then I could be wrong too. That's just my belief system. So... Did you actually ever meet his his parents or other members of his family? I met his sister. His sister was a couple of grades above us in high school. Can you remember at all what his relationship with her was like? Like how they interacted? They were pretty close. And actually, she had a little bit of a dominant personality too. So like whenever Donald stepped out of line and she seen or heard about it at school, she would always put him in his place. Do you think she was aware of the fact that he was bullying you? Well, I remember one day after school, we're standing out the front of the school waiting for the school bus and his older sister come up to me and she's like, hey, Jay, what happened? And then I told her what happened and then she said to me that she's actually 
going to be telling her mum about that tonight because Donald, his parents always tell him that stuff's not acceptable, basically, and he knows that, but yet he did it anyway. So you spoke to her about it and she said she was going to tell tell his parents about mm-hmm. it. Was this conversation with her relatively early on in him bullying you or was it sort of towards the end? I think it was like when that happened, and this is being brutally honest, I don't remember if that was in year eight or nine when I had that conversation with her. So do you think that one day your your high school Donald could be listening to this podcast? If he was... What would you tell him? If he ever messaged me or wanted to catch up or anything like that, in all honesty, I would say to him, hey man, let's get together for a beer. And I'll be brutally honest with you here. I wouldn't bring up the past because by bringing up the past, I'm living in the past. My past... The people who bullied me, all the relationships I've ever had, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, they have all made me. All my Donalds that I've ever had in my life, they have made me. You know, my parents, they've made me. People like yourself, you know, having good mentors in your life, they've made me. My friends, they've made me. My ex-girlfriends, they've made me. So do I look back and be angry or sad or down with how they treated me or my Donalds? No, because what they've actually taught me is they've taught me how not to treat people. They've taught me to treat people with love. They've taught me to treat people with respect. They've taught me how to be a genuine human being. They've taught me empathy. And for that, I'm truly grateful. So that brings us to the end of another great podcast. Jay, is there any words of wisdom that you'd like to leave our listeners with tonight? Bruce Wayne, the Batman. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me.